Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Maniacs! Megalomaniacs! We know so many of them. Some people might even be here on this panel. Not really. But they're filled throughout the Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe is filled with megalomaniacs, and we're going to talk about them. You know what else is filled with megalomaniacs? Legion and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're going to tackle those newest episodes, the maniacs who are in them, and why we love them. Marvel TV Weekly starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You know, choosing this song really led to some controversy before we started as to whether or not Flashdance is a good movie. I think that's what we're going to spend the hour on. Not really, but Footloose is better. Welcome to Marvel TV Weekly. I am Christian Blatt. Joined, as always, by the one and only Michael Shirley. Yep, that's me. I'm ripping uh, Christian Blatt with my black cat. That's right. You really uh, did it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was a guest from the yeah. band. In an upcoming episode, uh, you'll hear Michael and I gave him a black cat shirt, and he managed to make it fashionable. <laughs> uh, follow us for a closer look at that. And. Amy Cassandra Martinez. Yes, hi. I want a shirt too. Well, you have to go have, on the black cast. You have to go yeah. on the black cast. So I that, have to do that. All right. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like you and I have already talked about Legion, but yeah. we'll do it again in a little bit yeah. anyway. And Carrie Lane. What's up? I'm like, I want to do it. I'll, I'll be a guest too. But you that's all me. it takes. Yay. You know, you just have to be on the show and then you get one. Uh, anyway, uh, and that goes for you, Black Cast Nation. I don't think I hear anything. Does anybody hear anything? No. Tony uh, B. Tony. No, Tony. Is that Tony B. Tony <laughs> underscore He's in the like, booth? Him. It, it be Tony. Hey, Tony, Yay. what be going on? Um... I want, I want a shirt. You want a Black Cat shirt, too. Uh, the best part of the Black Cat shirt is that I literally stole the font from the Amazing Spider-Man logo. But anyway. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, so much to talk about. And we are going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, momentarily. But let's start off talking about the future of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, the, not the future that they were in in the beginning of the season. <laughs> but the fact that ABC's upfronts are Tuesday. And uh, we still don't know for sure one way or the other. If if it was definitely being canceled, you feel like we'd know. But at the same time, there are some theories that they might bust out the new Warriors show that kind of went away from Freeform. And they want to get that all buttoned down. And then they want to be able to say, hey, so no more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but now we have new Warriors. I don't think it's going to be a good replacement if they do that. But uh, So we literally don't know. There's one episode left in this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and we have no idea as to whether or not it's a season finale or series finale. Uh, I just have the feeling, and because I'm a pessimist, I feel like it is canceled. Uh, that'll be the series finale. <laughs> and uh, I also, when we get to the talk of the episode, I, I think that uh, people are going to be very upset. These are all my predictions. I haven't seen them or anything. Exactly. Uh, Michael, what do you think? I know we've talked about this in recent weeks, but now I it's crunch time. I don't think it's going to get canceled. I think if it was going to get canceled, we would have known. It would be hailed as the final we season. They only just canceled Inhumans, like oh, today. Stop. No, they officially wow. announced it today. 
they deleted the web page like months ago. All right, ago, but so. I don't know. Maybe Lockjaw just teleported it somewhere else. Uh, Amy, what do you think? Le- Le- uh, Agent- I was called it Legions of S.H.I.E.L.D. What a Whoa, great crossover. That I would watch that show. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yay or nay? You think it's going to continue? Yes. You-, you just want it to continue, though. I don't know about that. A little bit, yes, I guess, because I think we would all like to say goodbye, our official goodbyes with the show, and I think they would want it to be. I, I think the that same. the people on the show would like a chance to yes. say goodbye, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think, Carrie? Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that that I would think if they were t- leaning towards canceled, they would have said something more, like so that yeah, because then you go out with a bang of oh, it's the season finale, yeah. show finale. And have more people tune in. I, I like your idea that maybe it's getting ready for a transition of some sort. Yeah. That could be a possibility, too. Or maybe this will be the end for now, and like maybe they'll do like a half something well, or whatever. Well, that's one possibility, sort of hedging your bets, is they could do like a 13-episode season. Yeah, just do a it, Just to like, let's, let's tidy mm-hmm. it up. You Even know? like a six-episode season. They could do that, too. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that, you know, something like that, I think if it does come back, it's not going to be for 22 episodes. No, I, think I don't it's think that. going to just maybe. be like a, a final hurrah look it's gonna have i think 110 episodes and you know magic number for selling shows worldwide is 100 so once you have that syndication I, that's yeah. right syndication money make that syndication I, money tony i think that would be real cheap i mean you will i think that would be like a real i don't know i just that would rub me the wrong way if i was like oh they only did this season mm-hmm. just to yeah. get syndication well that mm-hmm. was part i mean i think from all accounts ABC didn't want this season that we just got, but hmm. Disney was like, "No, we need to. We need to get to 100." And I don't know. I think this is one of the best seasons. I I, I really like the space yeah. part. Yeah, uh, it's been a really good season. He just gave you a look and said, "I know." I'm just so surprised um, you said that. I, I, well, I, I do because I have. Uh, there's a. I think the other seasons tended to be uneven, and I think this one was consistent all the way through. No, you know, if the finale, season. if the finale really, uh, you know, what's the bed? Maybe it'll change my opinion. Yeah. But uh, I feel <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. Uh, well, we, we do have a live chat going on, so if you are watching this yeah. on YouTube, please join us in the live chat or comment down below if you're watching this later. Uh, AK, uh, ABK88 says, the network has advertised as a season finale. Yes. So not series finale. Uh, and then Nicholas Stormy points out about Inhumans, but they were calling Inhumans complete series before they even yeah. finished airing. A- so. After they aired like the first one, they they did start focusing. I think actually even before they aired it at all, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it went it, it went the from IMAX. being called the first season. I went to that yeah. IMAX screening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed it. I, I was the only one in the audience, I think, that did. But uh, they, yeah, so they referred to it as the complete series. Like, you know, yeah. they treated it more as like a like an eight-part event as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, an uh, eight-episode season one. Yeah. And given all the money that they have, like, come on. Like, why not make another one? Uh, you know, I think because they might want to focus that money somewhere else. You know, when you've got a whole universe you're working with, why leave well, something? Well, I mean, you kind of want to, you know, keep people on the hook between mm-hmm. now and uh, Avengers Four, or at least. Be- I mean, I know we have Ant Man coming up, and then, but Captain Marvel is not until March. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's it's good to kind of keep people interested in the universe. You know, mm-hmm. you'll you'll have a lot of product to sell before then. You got merch. You know, yeah. you got uh, so much Agents of Shield merch. I, I, I never see it, but I would buy some. But I'm just talking about you keep people interested in the Marvel Universe, and there's mm-hmm. so much Marvel Universe merch. But if they want to sell a Phil Coulson like Shield that just comes out of your hand, <laughs> I'm right there. Like a flashlight, which yeah, which is a great transition into uh, this week's penultimate 
That's right, episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And as always, we talk about spoilers on this show. So let's dive right in. Amy, because you sound so excited, I wanted to start with you. What did you think of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week? It was... I liked it more than I had been liking the previous episodes. Yeah? Yes, probably only because of that beautiful moment between... The Phil Linda moment? Phil, that's what we're going with? That's what somebody in the chat called it, and <laughs> we weren't able to come up with a good one wow. in that same episode, uh, okay. so I, we'll just stick with it, yeah. All right, thank you guys for contributing. Uh, yeah, Aww. it was sweet. Finally, it's one of those damn it's yeah. been a while. But then it, he was so cool about it. He's like, I got my shield. I mean, Coulson's a pretty cool guy. Uh, you know, yeah. it, I, I have to say, um, I'm not a, uh, I, I don't ship much, and it was not something <laughs> that I thought I wanted. But then in that moment, I'm like, you know what? Good for them. You yeah. know, they've both been through a lot. Were you, you know? like Daisy? You're like. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Daisy was funny actually, and that it was very that, funny. That was one hot of those. Lips. Where, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Uh, calling uh, Colson uh. hot lips, and he was very funny. Where he was just like, "Not a world, not a world." That's a that's an order. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, there's other things in the episode to talk about, but I feel like we should start there. Um, uh, Michael, what did you that think? That was my favorite moment as well. Uh, really now, did anybody that. rewind it and watch it again? No, no. it was just one of those. Thirty. No. I, you did no, but I, I'll use it completely uh, different. But on so on the TV show The Office when Jim and Pam first because yes. my wife kept rewinding it because she wanted to keep watching it. I'm like, can can we go to the next scene oh, now? She's so like, beautiful. I need to see it one more time. It was a long kiss. Yeah, and that it was one such you a mean? Great yeah. setup. This one, oh, this, yeah. this one, yeah. the setup like pulling her in close. Yeah. It was like great romantic. It's, but it's also a it's all the time we've been yes. waiting for forever. But again, I didn't know I was waiting for it. Really? Until, not oh. not this week, but like in the season, I'm like, oh, I guess. Oh that's no, that tension's been going on for a while. That you're like, but she was better. married. Okay, well then, to a monster. That point. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, like literally, yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Nicholas Storm in the chat asks Christian, so who do you ship? Uh, it's a great question. Um, I, I guess my quick answer, so we can move on, uh, mm-hmm. is is always uh, Kitty Pride and Colossus. That's that's always my go-to. There you go. But uh, on this show, uh, if you think of the couples we've had on this show, Fitz and Simmons, absolutely from oh, the forever. from the pilot, They're I great. wanted. But some of the other relationships we had, like like May and Ward. Sky and yeah, Ward, yeah. anyone in Ward, Ward. you know. Uh, I didn't mind Sky and Ward. Uh, well, mm, I, I, I didn't. I liked it. And then I didn't I like it. Stop mm-hmm. liking it. When right. Well, well we was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But uh, May and Ward never made any sense. Mm-mm. So there haven't been that many relationships. I do like Mac and Yo Yo. Mac and Yo Yo. Mac too. and Yo Yo. I think from kind of the beginning, no. you, you didn't like no? Mac and Yo Yo. I don't trust Mac. You know me. Mac what? Because he a- wanted to stay in the framework. But what um, about before that happened? Yeah. Did you trust mm. him before that yeah. season? Yeah. Okay. That just I broke my trust. Sure. I don't like his attitude lately. I'm like Mac. Get, yeah. Get they over did it. lock him up. Okay. It happens. Move on. All right. He just needs. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's ask people in the chat whether you're watching live or watching the archive. Uh, do, you know, do you think that uh, Max within his rights to uh, still be a little touchy? It's only been. Like, I don't know, like a day or two. They need to move He's on. being yeah. better about yeah. it, though, because he's not quite as, like, I won't even talk to yeah, you. He, well, you can talk to Yo-Yo now. Yeah. yeah. He's expressing, like, yeah. okay, this is a thing. Uh, yeah, I, I agree that this has been a really great, even episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. Of, in terms of, like, consistent tone and exciting and action. Uh, and then, yeah, that kiss definitely sold the scene. Um, but then there's the humor, because, yeah, Daisy, like... 
making jokes about it. But then yeah. that's that's what you love about this show is the humor in it. It's so great. And it's what we were talking about last week, how the, the team really is like a family. So mm-hmm. you know, when Daisy finally does getting around to talking about it, mm-hmm. and she says, so you made out with May. And Colson's just like, hmm, people see what they want to, I guess. You know, and he just like tries to brush it off. I thought that was funny, mm-hmm. and uh, this was a this was a good Deke episode because yeah. he's like, I know zero. He's like, he's like, I only know five numbers. Well, I guess I know zero too. So, I, so I know six numbers, and it's a good thing that he knew zero, as it turned out. So I mm-hmm. thought that you know, I think that that character is getting built up really well. I don't. I just don't see it happening for him and Daisy. I'm well, sorry. Well, he's more useful. No matter how many lemons he gives her, sorry, he's getting more character. useful instead of being just like dumb in some yeah. of the stuff he does because he's not stupid but just some of the things he does makes him like Ugh, okay whatever and we can only get the one from a different time and place gag for so long so yeah. this he felt useful without like being totally in his element so it was nice that like you said see him grow it's like I oh re- good you're improving I really liked when he like saved Colson and May all that work of breaking yes. out of that <laughs> yeah. was great yeah that's true they, they were getting ready and yeah. he mm-hmm. was just like hey guys uh, were you going to say something, Amy? Yes. Well, I saw it somewhere on Twitter that um, this this mom today, happy Mother's Day, everyone, um, she woke up to lemons near her oh, bed. Oh, did you retweet that? Because I saw <laughs> I, that. I saw oh, it, right? I think um, uh, Chloe Bennett retweeted it because that's okay. how I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, and I guess a mother who watches the show with her yeah. daughter. And the daughter left lemons uh, mm-hmm. for the mom to find in the morning. So, uh, very That's sweet. Cute. That's right. If only somebody would leave me lemons. Hint, mm. hint. No, <laughs> don't, I don't need lemon, lemon scent here. Uh, so, also in the episode, uh, we get to really see... There's a lot of Talbot in this episode, and that's going to factor into our theme for our episode this yeah. week of Megalomaniacs. But the moment where his son just tells him that he's not a hero, mm. um, that's rough. Uh, you know, my kid tells me a lot of things. He said, he, he'll yell at me, Daddy, I don't like you. Daddy, go away. A lot of those things. Uh, but I like to think he, he thinks in some way that I'm a, I mean, probably because I have so many Spider-Man shirts. I think he <laughs> thinks that I'm a hero. But, uh, you know, and I think that... Uh, Obviously, if Talbot's wife had said that, he would have like folded her up into a, you know an accordion or something. Mm. But his kid, he's like, I'm so mad, but I can't quite do it. So he's that's the shred uh, that he still has. Um, but uh, I don't know. What do you think about this sort of uh, evolution of Talbot, Michael? Oh gosh, I'm so annoyed. I mean, you know, I liked I like that actor, and I, I think he's fun, and I thought he was fun as like their general, yeah, or whatever. But after he got out of that machine, I just haven't really cared for him. He's taken it a little too far. It's not a great costume, um, also. And you know. back to turning people into, like, an accordion. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was really funny because uh, I noticed that the same week he did that on Legion, someone was folded up yes. into an accordion just like that. Yes, <laughs> it's true. It does It does happen on both shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of uh, General Talbot, uh, Amy? I'm annoyed with okay. him. Yes. But I guess I'm in the minor- minority. I do like his little um You like costume. his ensemble? I do, and I love his hair. It's very nicely done. With the beard. Face- the yeah, goatee it's that's very, so groomed. Yeah, it's very well groomed because he was very unkempt mm-hmm. earlier this exactly. season. Yes. He, just like his face, 
and the way it's nicely groomed reminds me of Doctor Strange. And I think that's All right. what I like. I, I can see that, sure. <laughs> you know, and he also has a nice cloak. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Carrie? I, I'm okay with the costume, but he looks bulky. That I was like, he didn't seem like, but not in really good way. Like he looks awkward in the costume like a little he, bit. Like, like he, he went to the all you can eat gravitonium buffet <laughs> and went back for like one plate too many. Yeah, yeah. a little bit because he seems very awkward, stiff. I am manly, giant torso man, and you're like, eh. like it's not. Yeah, it just looks awkward, or he seems awkward in the costume. I can't quite tell what it I is. I think you look tough. Um, we, do, I mean, it looks a lot tougher. Well, than I mean, used to. I know he's definitely doing like a posture of like I am imposing and such, which I agree. I think he's a great actor, and I've enjoyed like his progression. But this phase is like, this can't last too much longer. I yeah. enjoyed it when he was funny. Yeah, I yeah. liked when he was funny, and yeah. and we're not getting that. Um, I'm I, I and A B K eighty eight says they have a hairstylist on the spaceship. I agree. Yeah, he his <laughs> magical transformation, um, um, which okay. actually uh, real quick of transformations and transforming your lives. Uh, do you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life? For those of you who do, we have a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe with Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know it was us that sent you there. Marvel TV News, woohoo! Marvel uh, TV Weekly. Weekly. I'm like, yeah, that's. The name I'm of used the to the horror movie. No, news, I so yeah, Marvel well, TV I, Weekly. When we, we first met for this show, we thought it was going to be called that. Actually. Ah, there so, we are. There you go. Uh, so yes, conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition. Check it out. Uh, thank you, <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to drink some water. But yes. <laughs> before I do, do you have uh, cups? <clears throat> no, actually, I don't. Apparently, <laughs> what? No. So, we've got one episode left, and I've already touched on uh, that I, I think some people are going to die. I think uh, Coulson's going to pull through, but that May's going to die. What? Uh, no. Because they're going to do something tragic, and I think, because he's already on death's door, mm-hmm. I think they're going to figure out a way to save him. And uh, I think people are going to be upset that somebody dies, and uh, that seems to make sense. Maybe Yo-Yo, too. Anyway. Someone was suggesting Yo-Yo because that would be kind of an indication that the future They've has changed. What if, what, if, what if Yo-Yo, Fitz, and Simmons all die? Whoa! And then, Stop and that. then Deke Ooh. disappears like uh, the brother and sister in Back oh, to the Future. Wow. Um... I don't like what you're saying. Well, I'm just putting it all out yeah. there. Look, I, I think Deke's um, going to disappear. I think oh, Deke fine. should disappear. That's what? I like Deke. Deke. No, I, no, that's fine. But it's Can not he like Daisy he for... dies. Sure. Yeah. You know, like if he disappears, it's not like he dies. Hey, that um, really ties into yeah. Um, yeah, true. But it depends on uh, exactly of how important is it to have how many people die. Because is it, how impactful is this going to be? Or are we going to have it kind of tie into more Infinity uh, War of like, mm. we're going to have people disappear. I, I would hope that any of the deaths of people on the show don't happen in that Infinity War way. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I think it's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. And then it would be completely random. And mm-hmm. I might be right. And like everybody disappears. And then we just don't know. We should get one big death for sure. Just because I think we will. After all they've been through, it's like really nobody's died. Yeah. They said that, you know, they have enough serum to either stop the general or save Coulson. That's true. I think they're going to stop the general. Coulson's going to die. I don't know what you're talking about. May disappearing. She's the cavalry. Like, no (laughs) one can take her out. Like, no way. 
She no. doesn't have any superpowers. Uh, she is just I, tough she's as that nails. Good that she's still I mean, around. she's she good, no but it's like she's like Hawkeye. All right, you can you can take out Hawkeye. You know, he, he's just got some bows and arrows. You know, if he doesn't show up in the movie, he's a sure. Sniper, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Amy, what? Did, Michael, did you say give your predictions, or did I jump over you? Well, I, I, I thought I, you did. I yeah. think that Deke's going to disappear, yeah. and that's how they're going to know things are okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that. Coulson's gonna die. Okay. Anybody else gonna I mean, kill everybody? I hope what about Trip? Is Trip gonna die? Stop. <laughs> I hope that Daisy leads the team. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I hope that Daisy dies. Uh, no, you know, upset. I don't think she's like at this moment a good leader. No. But Mm-mm. I think if Coulson died, she, that might snap her into like, what would Coulson do? Yeah. Kind of train yeah, of thinking. WWE. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but just because of her history with S.H.I.E.L.D., I would love to see her leading. Right. What mm-hmm. do you think, Amy? I think Coulson's gonna die because we just got that happy, beautiful moment with him mm-hmm. and May, yeah. and they're just gonna That's stab why us I, in the my heart. My first thought was that he was gonna die, and he's already been stabbed in the heart, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, exactly. Like, how many times can no it happen TV. to him? Yeah. So I feel like that's that moment meant that one of them was going to die, and I was thinking Coulson. I'm like, you know what? They're going to probably uh, mix it up on us, and it'll be May. And uh, yeah. so we'll see. But then again, would it be satisfying or less shocking if it is someone we expect to die, or is it better if it's someone where we're all that, like, that, oh. that's why I think it yeah. won't be Coulson because yeah. we're all kind of we've come to terms with the fact that he's going to die, and he's yeah. also died before. Yeah. We've we've dealt with it. we've that could be another him. reason why they let him go because yeah. people have already you know imagined yeah. the world. Without I, I also hope that Ghost Rider shows up. You and know saves what? His life. Star Drew in the chat actually just said that. Said, do we see Ghost Rider? Again? I hope so. Yeah. Now we'll find out next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's uh, talk for uh, a moment or two about Legion. Amy and I have already talked about it this week because uh, I sat in on the Legion after show. And uh, Amy did an excellent job. So if you want to see us really dive into it, and there were a lot of Davids to talk about. Oh, mm-hmm. that was so um, Yeah, it was, it was a, a lot of fun. But uh, I'll start with Michael. Uh, what were your thoughts on this episode of Legion? I think it might have been the best one we've gotten. Ever? Like, of, of all, like, 14, 15 yeah, episodes? maybe. I mean, it really brought in the multiple personalities. I mean, and although it wasn't like he was completely different people, as I know you, Christian, would have liked to seen with uh, different powers. <clears throat> with uh, Jack Wayne, the telekinetic, Cindy, the pyrotechnic, and <laughs> the real David, who, like, warps time and reality and all that. Yes. There's, I mean, there's just so many, hundreds and hundreds of personalities. I think that might turn turn it into a different show. Yeah. But I think this also could be a way of showing that if he had maybe a psychic break, things might splinter and to cope, maybe. He could go into more personalities, uh, being everything that's going on with his sister, and I don't know, he kind of seems like he could be at like a breaking point where things might get real bad. Yeah, I think that that's what this episode was, to kind of like, let's take a step back and let's look at it. You know, we've had a couple of those episodes in recent weeks where we got to see, you know, all about Sid's story, and I think we're getting that background because... These last few episodes are really going to... We're going to see sort of why those are so important and what happens. You know, they talked about, like, you know, David's fragmented personalities. If one of them dies, you saw the other ones kind of feel it. And our David... That's, like, when our David tried to kill himself, you know. So there's some interesting ways in which they all touched on each other. So I think we'll see 
that he's he's obviously very angry right now, and he's coming for the Shadow King. And I don't know if he's quite equipped to take out the Shadow King. I mean, you, you know, he's he's incredibly powerful, but he's not as focused as, say, his father, Professor Xavier. That's is. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he might be intending to do that, but what he does might splinter him. Yeah, into well, like what we know of him yeah. in the comics. I think that it'll be interesting, and I think we'll see that in the in the next uh, couple weeks. Uh, Amy, your thoughts on this episode? I realize that I tend to like episodes of Legion when they're a little bit more focused, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, which is weird because we it was not focused. There were so it's many days. It's kind of like a one-shot comic yes. book that's like a totally different story. Here. Yes, and we really just, we got to see Dan Stevens in so many different personalities that we were able to see just how talented he was if we didn't know already. And Down it was, to Abby. Oh, yeah. It was fun because it was fun to watch and you were trying to put all these puzzle pieces together. So, yeah, I would have to agree with you, Michael, that it's my favorite episode. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was fun, especially as you watch, like, in the first act, a couple acts of the show, you weren't quite sure Mm -hmm. how, you know, which parts of which stories and, oh, that one's actually Mm -hmm. our David, which I didn't realize for a while. And then the notion that intern David becomes, like, billionaire David, Mm -hmm. which wasn't certainly wasn't apparent the first couple times we cycled through the different personalities. So I think that this is a perfect episode of, look, it's not going to necessarily make sense if it's the first one you watch, but I'm like, if you want to know what the show's about, this is a, this is a great one to kind of see. It's uh, just so many different things. And uh, it was cool to see uh, Carrie, not Carrie, but Carrie show up and uh, take out one yeah one of the Davids. I thought that was actually kind of cool. Me out of it a uh, little bit. Oh, well. Okay, go ahead. A couple What's in the chat? and comments from the chat. Xavier Clark says Legion equals hive mind. Um, Interesting. As a thought. And um, all the different minds he has in him or powers, uh, kind of somewhat. Uh, then also that the assumption was that David was testing out Farouk's theory about being all powerful and able to create and shape reality by utilizing his power to see what uh, he could really do. So, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for everybody in the chat. Uh, you, know, you get so many great theories out of the chat, and mm-hmm. sometimes I'll, I'll think of things a lot differently when I watch the next episode because of what we got from the chat. So thanks to everybody. And if you're not watching live, you have probably noticed that I have no problem commenting on the YouTube comments in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Uh, unless people leave like really weird, creepy stuff, then I leave it alone. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, Carrie, what were your thoughts about, about this episode of Legion? Um, that we're talking about right now. It sounds sounds pretty cool, right? No, I'm I'm loving. I, I'm with Amy though, of, or agree and disagree. I like it when it is a little more bizarre and yeah. less like regular. And just having the different versions is so much more interesting to explore that because we already know that's going on. So it's nice to really be able to dive into it. And yeah, I, I love him as an actor. I've been watching a lot of Downton Abbey too. So I'm like, oh, uh, and he's the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Hello. Well, well you barely yeah. see him. I would but say da- the Legion performance is by yeah. far better than the. Downton Oh, no, no, it's just, it's more the difference between the two, because I, for a while, when Legion started, didn't even realize it was the same guy on Downtown. I'm like, wow. Looks very different. He, yeah, it's totally transformation of, it's not even a huge, like, physical difference, but just posture and just changing up his hair, he lost weight. Lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he's so thin on Legion in comparison, but yeah, I think he's a great actor for sure. 
Yeah, so uh, anyway, let us know what you think, and uh, mm-hmm. we've got a few more episodes. I think we talked about this last week that we're getting a, an 11th episode in this season of Legion, so uh, we'll he'll be sticking around for a few more weeks, even if uh, we only have one more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, but uh, we'll keep uh, talking about that show. But what we're going to do is spend a few minutes here on sort of our overall theme, which is the Megalomaniacs. And uh, it's always so hard for me to say. Megalomaniacs. <laughs> I, every time I say it, I'm like, no, I know I said it wrong. It's a hard word it, to say. For me. <laughs> just for me. No, you're not the only one. Uh, and, you know, so um, uh, megalomania is defined as a delusional mental illness that is marked by feelings of personal om- omnipotence and grandeur. So mm. I want to, since we're talking about Legion, I feel like the Shadow King, Amal Farouk, is a perfect example of that. Uh, I think that everything he does is really just... Unfortunately, he has the power to back it up. You know, he, in a lot of ways, is omnipotent. You know, it's like, especially if he gets, you know, the the little, like, rat thing in your ear or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, he's able to take charge. So I think he's a perfect example uh, of that level of power. And to backtrack to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, you know, if you'd asked me a month ago, I wouldn't have said uh, Glenn Talbot. I was like, what, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. But he's definitely a megalomaniac now that he's got all that gravitonium. And he's like, look what I can do. You know, and he's like, I can finally shut up my wife and put her up against the wall. Apparently that's what he had in him. So, uh, you know, just sort of some weird reactions of what he's doing, you know, with all this stuff. But uh, I thought it would be fun for us to each mention a couple of megalomaniacs in the grand scheme of the Marvel Universe. That includes TV, movies, comics. Uh, Just specify if there's a specific one that you're focusing on. Uh, Amy, we'll let you go first. Yay! I am solely focusing on the MCU. So the first uh, megalomaniac... So much better than the way I (laughs) say it, thank you. really slow, that I wanted to talk about is Loki. And if you're watching us right now, you can look at your screen. (laughs) That is Loki! Yes, uh... (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) Spoiler. I feel like he's actually looking at us because it's a black background. It just kind of fades in. It's kind of terrifying. I do love the hat with the... uh, The hat. With with the (laughs) The spikes on it. It's a hat. hat, It's a hat. You can find it anywhere. Uh, Spoiler alert if you have not seen Infinity War. So he dies. But... um, (laughs) We think... Most likely. Well, he definitely dies in the movie. Does he stay dead? Yes. Does he stay dead? But prior to his death, he was most definitely... A megalomaniac. Uh, he just wants power. He wants everything, and there's very little sympathy and empathy that he has with everyone around him. And we've been able to see that in Avengers, all the Thor movies, um, <laughs> and now, well, yeah, all, all the Avenger movies. And, as well. and the interesting thing is because even when you think like, oh, you know what, he's uh, kind of uh, turned a new leaf. Look at him; he's helping out his brother. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's nobody's quick to sell him out to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't remember the character's name. Oh, uh, in Ragnarok, me, like uh, instantly. The Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. Look at you. Yes. If I wish I had my bell, I would ding it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so he's immediately like, oh no, you know, I barely know him. Uh, and of course. You know, he still steals the Tesseract, even though, like, Asgard is destroying all around him. He's like, hang on, 
Let me take a minute. This is important. Obviously, it was important. But anyway, just imagine if he didn't take it, then Thanos would never have been able to put together the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm. This really sucks now. Yeah, Yeah. just imagine. Thanks, Loki. Uh, It's all his fault is what you're saying. Way to be a megalomaniac. Uh, And anyway, so speaking of which, who is your other megalomaniac, Amy? You guys might have heard of him, I think. Thanos? Yeah, he's a pretty big, important guy. And Christian even has... A shirt with his face on it. It's the cover of Infinity Gauntlet number exactly. one. It's just the close up of nice. the The one that's good shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So obviously, this really goes with Infinity War, this last movie. Obviously, it's still in theaters. Go check it out now. <laughs> yeah, because it needs sponsored. to make more money. Please go get it. Yeah, Please. Go check it yeah, out. Help, help them get to two bill. Exactly. That's what he talked about in box office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he just he wants everything. He wants power. He wants all of the stones, obviously, to be put on his. Uh, gauntlet and yeah he has I mean I I would say that he wants what's best for people but that's so twisted that he thinks that wiping um, like half of the the population away would solve a lot of issues but there's no empathy (laughs) no there's 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 no empathy I mean when you look at it clinically it's like yes now people aren't hungry because there's half as many people which is what he says to Gamora it's like yeah Yeah. nobody on your planet went hungry again after I did you're welcome Uh, (laughs) but the key to the definition is a delusional mental illness so So he really thinks like I have this capacity to do this Mm -hmm. and as we've said he will uh, look at the sunrise on a grateful universe, and he's you know he's still waiting for all the thank you cards mm-hmm. for people that, exactly. that he did that. So well, they're all uh, dead. Yeah, and I think I think that Thanos is the perfect example. Not that Loki wasn't, but it's just like this guy checks off all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie, who are your thoughts for megalomaniacs? Not quite <laughs> as aggressively evil, but because uh, generally I would think these people would fall into the, an evil category mm-hmm. of. Because what they do is generally mass destruction, uh, which, yeah, yeah, pretty much sounds like all the people. Yeah, um, I was thinking of Magneto. Of he like, but he's almost a villain that you respect his concept of what he's going for. Of like, of course you want to save all the the mutants, but uh, oh wait, they're superior and all the humans must die. <sighs> yeah, it's like he he. We, which, and we've talked about this, and you, it's sort of the point with Killmonger and Black Panther. It's like. <sighs> It's like when people, it's like, oh, where you're starting from, it's a good place. Mm-hmm. And then you go, like, these couple steps down the road, and that's, like, a little too yeah. far. And then you go, like, yeah. you know, and when Magneto has wanted to wipe out Homo sapiens and replace them with Homo superior, you're like, oh, dude, that's that's yeah. too much. Well, that's he's not turning the into what he hates. Like, yeah. he mean, he, the character was yeah. supposed to be, like, in a concentration camp, exactly. you know, so he's actually turning into, like, a Hitler. Right, and he's such a great, well-rounded character, and it's, <laughs> like, it's I mean, he's had so I don't well, know He starts I off well of, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not, like, every single human must die, but kind of touch upon, like, the word empathy. He will get to that point where humans are definitely lower on his chain of who, if you're in his way... He will not hesitate to kill, but maybe if he's a mutant, he might consider a superior being. So he'd be like, eh. But it's one of those that, yeah, you kind of go, oh, I get what you're going at, but yeah. not quite. And you know, Which the, makes him a more interesting villain. Yeah, kind of. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, and sort of like we're saying with Thanos, he's mm-hmm. just convinced that what he's doing is right. His is and just like... His, <sighs> but his is, yeah, his is too like... Too far. He's his, from a different world. He's from yeah. a very different world. It's like, he's he's like the cult leader. Do you think like he needs a therapist? 
Thanos? <laughs> I mean, yes. Thanos, yes, absolutely. Yes. He should definitely see someone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, since we're talking about a me- uh, Magneto, just snap. Don't even think about your answer for mm-hmm. more than a second. Uh, Fastbender or Ian McKellen? Oh, I know. Uh, I want to put you on the spot because I thought no, it was me. Um, I mean, Ian I, well, it's easy for me, but I would say Fastbender. What? Yeah, because it's it's the more interesting Magneto to me because he hasn't gotten to the place where Ian McKellen is. No, that's a good argument. It's, yeah. but it's just definitely very different places. Yeah. So All right. Like, so you can't pick a favorite. But I mean, like, if we're talking for Xavier, though, I'm like Patrick Stewart are the way. But oh, well, I I didn't ask that. Question. I know <laughs> that, that was an obvious question. No, yeah. with Magneto, I'm like, well, and I see really both like, of those I like that I'm like, well, they're just different points in his life. That I'm, yeah, it's fine. I really like James McAvoy as an actor. I think he's an okay, yeah, he's a fine, fine Xavier. But it's yeah. like it, there's no comparison. Uh, um, who is your other choice? Uh, well, uh, actually. Uh, I'm I'm looking at some interesting suggestions from the chat, too. Well, please, Um, bring our friends into the conversation. uh, Ivan Soto says Victor Stein from Runaways, which I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Actually, um, that is definitely a character that starts off maybe okay, but (laughs) his vision is a little bit much. Yes. Um, uh, Where was it? Um, Xavier Jones says Dr. Doom, Harry Osborn. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think those are some good suggestions. Harry Osborn, I would say, sure, but more Norman Osborn than Harry Osborn, the, the yeah. OG Green Goblin. Um, but, I mean, yeah. Harry Osborn has the anger of the death of his father. So they're both... Yeah. There's no wrong answers here. These are, yeah. these are all oh, crazy these are all people. these are just great, crazy ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, Xavier has a few things, but uh, Mr. Sinister... Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, he's definitely a megalomaniac. <laughs> yes. Uh, but what was your other choice? <sighs> Who I was now I'm blanking on my thoughts too. Come back to me. We'll come back to you, Michael. Who do you have? I my first one would be Mojo. Oh, I love Mojo. Mm-hmm. He is like oh. the definition of a megalomaniac, and I feel like he fits really well with us because Ew. his. Uh, yeah, nice. that's a great picture of him. He, yeah. He's a real looker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's like an alien species, mm-hmm. and his big claim to fame is he runs basically a area of the multiverse called Mojo World in which he uses um, television as his way to control everyone. Yes. So like ratings just like factor into what teams he wants to go after, who he wants and he can bend time and he has magical powers to say uh, everyone gets really into Wolverine. Well, oh, Wolverine's going to bring me ratings, so he's going to morph Wolverine there and just do all kinds of crazy stuff with them. And he's just kind of funny, kind of yes. uh, just nuts, wild to look at. Just uh, That is quite a face. Doesn't he's... care about anybody but rating. And comic book wise, he's first introduced in Long Shots miniseries and you know, I think they realize what a great character this is, so they bring him over to deal with the X-Men and Longshot ends up joining the team as well. Uh, there are a, a couple episodes of the animated series that uh, Mojo mm-hmm. is in, but I, I think that's currently not streaming, so I would tell you to go find it, but <laughs> you can't. Uh, but don't worry, the Disney service will have it. So, uh, But uh, I will give one reading recommendation. X-Men, Uncanny X-Men Annual Number 10 is the introduction of the X-Babies. So he takes oh, the X-Men yeah, yeah, yeah. and he turns them into babies. Think of the Muppet Babies. And because he <gasps> knew so that was going to be better for, for it would be better for mm-hmm. uh, ratings. That sounds so great. So find that. You can find that digitally. You want to find it in a comic book store? It's probably not that. You know, it's probably going to cost you like 10 bucks or something. What were you going to say, Karen? Um, I, I thought of my 
person. But All right. It's, um, kind of a left, uh, kind of a curveball out of left field. Um, well, there's two things there. Uh, a hero will go with Punisher in the Spider-Man cartoon. Sure. Because in that, he is solely of, doesn't care of, about, like, understanding who his target is, of just, like, they're the bad person going after it, and Spider-Man's constantly like, dude, you need to, like, understand this person, they're not as evil as you think, or we need to analyze this, and he's just like, nope, I'm just gonna kill him. There's a point in the comics where he has a psychotic break more than what you mm-hmm. think he has. And, you know, he's, like, trying to take out, like, you know, jaywalkers and litterers. I might be exaggerating. But, <laughs> you know, he's just like, oh, you were breaking a law. You need to be punished. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he obviously he comes from a very different place than a lot of these other people. You know, there's the, the really, the trauma in his life. Yeah. Whichever incarnation of the Punisher you're talking about. For sure. Whether it's comic book, whether it's Netflix, whether it's Thomas Jane. They all come from the same place, the trauma of, uh, you know, just having his family killed. Uh, so I think he definitely fits the bill. And there are heroes that definitely fit the bill, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, you could certainly make points that a lot of heroes have behaved in this way at uh, various times. Uh, Michael, who's your other choice? My other is Madeline Pryor, Yay. a.k.a. the Goblin, Goblin, Goblin Queen, Queen, a.k.a. the Red Queen, Really, really kind of a sad story. She Hmm. was created just to be kind of like Scott's new girlfriend after Jean died. And then too many people put their hands in the pie. And she Hmm. evolved over the years to being... You find out she's a clone of Jean that was created by Mr. Sinister to kind of like spy on the X-Men. And then it she realizes that she's like not really a person, loses it, and just goes straight into megalomania mode and yeah, yeah and, and just does everything she can to ruin Scott's life, ruin his relationships, uh, get back a new body, preferably jeans. Uh, just very much all about becoming a real person but and doesn't care about what she has to in, do. In terms of things that are going on currently, she's Cable's mommy. She because is Cable, a little baby Nathan Charles Christopher Summers, gets sent off into the future to become Cable uh, because of some virus he has. It's very convoluted. But anyway, she's Cable's mom. So uh, that will tie in. <laughs> happy uh, Mother's Day. Yeah, happy, uh, thank you. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, happy, happy Mother's Day, Maddie. And yeah. then when uh, Madeline Paradise many times, but... So, like, hey, so does so does Jean Grey. So, I know, you know it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So after she goes, Jean becomes like the de facto mom for mm. Cable. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And poor Rachel. Rachel Summers. Anyway, uh, if you want to read a great Madeline Pryor comic book story, there are a lot of crossovers that they started doing in the 80s and into the 90s. One of my favorites is probably Inferno. Mm-hmm. And that's when she's the Goblin Queen. It's it's a great instance of taking a character that, first of all, was considered good, but second of all, kind of a minor character. And she just has all these, like, sort of devious machinations. Some megalomaniacal things. And she talks uh, another X-Men, uh, Havoc, and to be in her side That's piece. That's right. Uh, yeah, her side piece. And by the way, ha- Havoc's brother is... Oh, Scott. Yeah, yeah Cyclops. So uh, that just adds She's an extra le- level to it. Uh, <laughs> my megalomaniacs, these are both come from the uh, comics, although my second one, I will refer to the movie version... Uh, well, let's start with, uh, yeah, we're going to start with, I guess, the more obvious one, Galactus, <laughs> because he eats planets. I mean, he you gets know. hungry, Yum. he eats a planet. 
And uh, I there's there's no sense. There's definitely no remorse. He's just like, well, I'm hungry. So if this he is eats an empty planet, is that like no seasoning and a planet full of people? It just tastes it's, better. It's way no more calories. Yeah, yeah. So crazy. it's like celery planets. There, there have been a, a number of characters, in, uh, most notably the Silver Surfer was like originally his herald, who sort of mm-hmm. flies through the galaxy to find planets for him. And uh, one of the characters called Nova in sort of like the 80s and 90s was his herald and she would try to find planets we're like well you know population died off like a thousand years ago I'm gonna have so she would like try and have him eat moons and things mm. you know it's like basically have him be a vegan you know like oh, just know. Eat, this, <laughs> eat this dead moon it's not gonna hurt anything yeah but uh, again the greatest tragedy that the Fantastic Four are not the part not a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe includes the fact that we don't have a great Galactus and uh, I hope that one day we'll get it. If not, maybe an animated series where we get to see him. Uh, and then my other choice is the the light, the fun, but definitely a <laughs> megalomaniac, Jay Jonah Jameson, because uh, he definitely thinks he's omnipotent because he's the voice of the truth, justice, and the uh, the Daily Bugle. And boy, does he hate Spider-Man. And he is so perfectly represented in the films by J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons that we have still not seen J. Jonah Jameson since Spider-Man 3, the third and final Tobey Maguire. There's an email that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man gets from him very quickly, but we don't actually see him in any movie. So, uh, Also, it, uh, real quick, yeah. Um, if you guys ever watched the uh, XD... Uh, the 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 uh, animated XD Spider Man the one the one that's yeah the, I forget what it's called the current one but it, it was it's not actually the current one because I'm not sure if they have them in that oh, but okay. it, in the previous iteration with uh, Drake Bell voicing Spider Man yeah um it was still J K Simmons doing the voice I love that yeah for the actual uh, J Jonas in that in that um, Spider Man uh, show because he his, his voice is pretty prominent in like the early episodes. Hmm. Um, see, now that's great to know because that's, uh, I feel like I'm going to watch all of these animated things on the Disney platform with my kid, you know, so. They're really fun. Yeah. A lot of cameos. So that's a, is that two thumbs up from, from the one and only Tony B. Tony? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. If I had three, it'd be up two. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was a little (laughs) creepy. Uh, anyway, let us know who your megalomaniacs are, uh, in the Marvel Universe, uh, we kind of we covered the TV, we covered the movie, and we covered the comics. There's plenty of them. It's a topic that we can revisit regularly, and also I feel like it'll just come up week to week when new characters are introduced. Uh, sort of the final thing we're going to talk about as we wind down here, uh, and if uh, Anthony can find it and play it under without the music, uh, we did get the trailer for Luke Cage Season 2, and I believe that is June 22nd. So, that's not that far off. Mm -hmm. So, in terms of this show, I'm always worried that we're only, like, it looked like we were going to only have Cloak and Dagger. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, that Legion was going to end, and then we were just going to have Cloak and Dagger into the summer. And yes, I know that it's a Netflix show and it drops all at once, but at least we'll be able to talk about Luke Cage a little bit this summer. So, uh, I'm excited, and when we get a little bit closer to it, we will talk about... Uh, we'll do a little character corner, which I know we haven't done in a while, of uh, Bushmaster, uh, and we'll get to talk a little bit about him. But uh, I think, I don't know, you decide, Tony, as to whether or not we're supposed to play the audio from this. I, I don't know how that works. That's, that's I mean, as long as you talk over oh, it. Oh, we, we well, we won't stop talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I think it looks cool. I'm excited. I enjoyed uh, season one of Luke Cage. And I think it's about time, and he's not in the trailer, but I know that my buddy Danny Rand 
the Iron Fist is in this season, and I love the way the two of them interact together. Michael, are you excited for uh, Luke Cage season two? Yeah, I want to see more Misty Knight in the trailer. Yeah. We really didn't get a great look at her arms, but... I was about to say with that robotic arm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that they that. wanted to just sort of tease you with it and be like, yeah, look, she's got it. Because sure. obviously after Defenders, you were like, well, we know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you didn't know, but uh, most of us knew. Uh, Amy, your thoughts on uh, some more Luke Cage in our life? I am so freaking pumped. Yeah, I'm really excited. I actually went to the Netflix FYC event last yeah, last week, and I spoke with a few people that are going to be in Luke Cage, and I spoke to the creator, um, Chio Hadari Coker. Did I say that right? Good for You know what? Yes. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. Yes. I'm pretty sure you did, though, actually, yes. And, I mean, it was just so cool to get to talk to them, and they're really excited for us to see it. So they said it's bigger, it's better, it's blah. So, well, yeah. I and I, I have a I have a friend who works on that show, and I know that she got to write an episode this year, so I'm very excited <gasps> for her, and uh, that'll be great to see. Um, I would love to have Jessica Jones in this season. Oh, oh my god! But Europe. what about Claire? Come on, he can't we can be two timing. You know, the first half of step the aside, Claire. Oh, and the second step half. Really? Aside. Look at you, creative. give Hellcat those claws. <laughs> leave Jessica's man alone. Uh, what do you think, Carrie? About uh, another season of Luke Cage? Anything in the trailer jump out at you? I, I'm definitely excited to see more of this character because my only uh, problem with the season one is similar to Jessica Jones. Is it just takes too long for our hero to be a hero yeah. to like do stuff so I'm glad that he's finally in it and because that's what we want to see it's like we want to see you doing cool superhero things uh, I don't like the well I'm just going to drag my feet forever and I don't want to be involved like uh, it's not what I'm there for so I'm excited to move on to season two and like yeah. really develop this character and yeah more Misty that'd be great and like because exp- a lot of the side characters are super interesting on Luke Cage so hopefully we see more of them as well yeah I think it, we're at an interesting point in these Netflix series because the season two is when you really get to see who they are you know yeah. we, we really got to get a lot out of Jessica mm-hmm. we got a lot of Patsy so uh, I think it'll be interesting to see what we get out of you know, and I mean, honestly, season two of Daredevil, I think, really Patsy. pushed this story uh, forward. There wasn't too much Patsy in no. season two of Daredevil, but yeah. uh, and you know, Daredevil, Daredevil season three Just, is actually coming Just, fairly soon. Yeah, I don't I'm know if it's next, one. but uh, we'll see. I don't know. Matt needs a lot of time to recover. Yes, Tony. Firstly, I hope they make the season as long as it needs to be, and mm. hopefully, I don't drag it out. Because mm-hmm. personally, I start falling off around these shows around the seventh or eighth episode. Oh, I thought you were gonna say season. Yeah, no, no, no. seventh or eighth <laughs> episode, and that's when it, like it really just starts dragging on and starts feeling more like a tr- a chore than to watch these uh, shows. Like I felt the same thing with Jessica Jones, and that was like not the first one, the second season. It did and it's and it was, it's it's it's, yeah, it's been I, my, like my favorite Marvel. Uh, uh, Netflix show, and it, it, even that dragged on for me. So I'm just Too like much push and pull back and forth. Yeah, right. I know I, what you're saying, uh, and I mean, as much as I liked the first half of Luke Cage, once Cottonmouth was gone, it kind of oh lost God. a lot of steam for me. What? It's like um, dragging their legs. Just because Cottonmouth was so good, I was just like, you better replace him with something better. And I don't think that they did. He was a scene stealer. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, and I that's like and her, that's why though. that's why my scandalous comments uh, that when I say that I when I was going making the rounds and saying that I liked Iron Fist better than Luke Cage was because. 
because it worked all the way through as a whole season. But that's just me. That's all right. We're not here to agree. We're... That face, Amy. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I keep it. I'm real. with you. Yeah. That's all right. Look. You know. We're Team Danny but you know Rand what, over though? here. No. I am Team Danny Rand. I but am. that's the great thing, though, with like Defenders is regardless how you feel about him, the interactions between all of them is so what's entertaining. Mm-hmm. So Luke Cage, I I don't love Danny Rand um, as a character, but I'm excited to see him and Luke Cage together. They were so good together. I mean, I, I um, said at the time, I think I said on the show that I, if they just whatever they wanted to talk about, I, I was yeah. in. I was just really interested in. Though I must say, he was at Comic Con, the actor for Danny Rand, and he's super nice. So then I'm like, I Finn can't Jones, really yes. hate you because you were so pleasant. See? That helps. Yeah. Goes a long way. It was. Uh, so our uh, the final comment that we're going to have here is that uh, we have a, another Marvel movie opening this weekend. It is not a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, but it is a Marvel character, uh, Deadpool two. I'm excited because I thought Deadpool 1 was funny, but I found a lot of people are a little bit less excited about it, but uh, I just think he's fun, he makes me laugh, and I love Colossus in the first one, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, such a minor character, it was great that they turned her into something that was so great in the first movie, and uh, we're going to get Cable, so I don't know, I'm really looking forward to this, you know, I was not looking forward to it more than Infinity War, but now we have to look past it. So uh, we will talk a little bit about uh, Deadpool 2, those of us who see it. I know you won't see it, Michael. Have you seen Deadpool 1 yet? I have not. Yeah. I do want to see that. I'm going to see both of them. But uh, I I just really don't know much a lot about the X-Force. Yeah. They've just never been a team that I really followed. They're no Generation X. That's that's really what. It There's comes this really here. cool like little featurette that I believe it's like the Hulk versus Wolverine, and they they delve into um, the whole. I believe it's the X Force because it has uh, it has it's Deadpool, uh, Wolverine, also uh, what's the guy with the tentacles and he's red, Omega Red. Yes, I believe oh, right, Omega yeah. Red and some other uh, characters. Um, that I believe are the X-Force. Um, I'm familiar with the characters, that. but not really the storylines, like big players but you can like still Domino love the movies, and regardless. And, uh, yeah, when when Deadpool came out, I didn't know it was going to be opened mm. into a whole... I mean, he just told me the other day that, X, that Deadpool was part of the whole Sony thing. I didn't know that. Well, it was uh, Fox, but... Cause or, Sony, yeah, Sony yeah, Spider-Man. Oh, so, Sony, yeah. Fox, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's Fox. hard to keep track, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it... Uh-huh just over on box office of Deadpool opening weekend was higher than Iron Man uh, and higher than uh, Guardians mm-hmm. and pretty much one of the higher early su- superhero movies thing uh, opening weekends box office wise also it's like one of the first R superhero ones that was huge I mean Blade's rated R but that's yeah, a different kind of yeah I mean Blade's superhero. rated R and, and, that's, and, and yeah. Watchmen like, those are another different. Ryan but Riddle in this theory. like new renaissance of superhero yeah. movies it's one of the only like rated R and the fact that it made so much for a rated R movie set precedence to do other ones because then Logan could be like we can do rated R and now we'll be like yes we want a rated R's yeah and I think that that's really I don't know, I think that's interesting because you can tell those stories you can tell them not rated R but you're able to kind of push yes. the envelope a little bit more and I think Deadpool really works uh, that way so we'll see. We'll give our thoughts. Who's who's planning to see the movie this weekend? All right, so the three of us are. I'm going to see it soon. <laughs> but yeah. not in the theater. Uh, 
Maybe once once you're know. once you're back in Tennessee, maybe yeah, maybe you'll in sneak Tennessee, in the I'll go to the okay. theater. Well, we'll we'll find out. Anyway, let us know if you're uh, going to see it this weekend and give us your thoughts, and we'll talk about it all spoilery uh, next week. But we are out of time for this week. We uh, actually went a little long, but uh, that that's part of the fun. So we will be back next Sunday night at ten Pacific. And if you're watching this on the archive, that's great. You can just. Subscribe on uh, iTunes and, you know, for those on YouTube, Carrie, what do they do? You all can comment down below. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. Michael, where do people find you? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at MichaelXShirley. Amy? You can follow me, subscribe, all that, at AmyCassanderMTZ. And also check out Screen Junkies News tomorrow at 11 Pacific Standard Time. Standard time. I think yeah. you should yeah. specify also a.m. or p.m. Oh, definitely You just been saying 11 Pacific Standard Time. That's cool. true. A.m. And Carrie, <laughs> where do people find you? Yeah, you guys can find me online at Carrie Dealing. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. We don't have time to promote Tony. Just kidding, Tony. At yeah. Tony B. Tony underscore. That's where people find you. And uh, we will be back, uh, as I said, next Sunday. But until then, Excelsior! From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! From executive producers, Maria Menounos. Are those of the host only? Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.